Welcome to Make and Decorate with Stephanie, a podcast for makers who love to sew, quilt, knit, and decorate. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second half of season five. This is episode 98. On today's episode, we're celebrating Black History Month with YouTuber So Natural Dane, who is the founder of hashtag BHM Pattern Designers, an annual event in February and is currently going on right now through February 28th. Also, this episode is presented in video format on my YouTube channel. The new at handles uh, that YouTube just came out with, uh, mine is at make and decorate. But the name of my channel right now is Stephanie Sota Design. So you can search with either of those um, and find my channel and the video episode will be there. Also, a link will be in the show notes. For those of you that prefer audio, the entire conversation is also here and we'll follow the chit chat segment. So let's get going with the chit chat. It's been a little bit since our last chat and um, man, the holidays now, they, don't they seem like so long ago, but it was not even, I mean, we're almost at two months. Uh, but my holidays were very nice despite my vertigo issues. I've been in physical therapy since December 23rd, and I'm almost 100%. Uh, I've got a few more sessions to go. Every time I think I'm done, there's two more sessions added on, um, which is good because um, it, it cha- she challenges me to um, go a step further. And the first thing we corrected was just the stationary um, I balance for the dizziness. And now she's added movement to it, movement to your eye balance. Oh, it's it's challenging. It's just crazy. So um, yeah, but um, I'm getting there and I feel really so much better already right now. A few things the new year brings to the forefront of our minds, not only for exercising and the whole weight loss thing, but it's interior decorating and organizing, especially being stuck indoors during the remaining winter months. And that's pretty much all we see every day. (laughs) Um, And uh, the groundhog saw its shadow, which means six more weeks of winter left. But that would be six more weeks winter left in on the calendar year where spring would actually start on March 21st. Um, But here in Chicago, that really means 12 more weeks for us of winter. So it is a great time to focus on indoor tasks. And my next episode will tackle that topic, focusing on our sewing and crafting rooms, designing it and organizing. January was the most cloudy January here in many years. It was some sort of a sort of record. And it was a full a full month of dark gray clouds and is very tough to get through without feeling blah and depressed. And I couldn't even think about gardening. And and in fact, 
um, I thought at one point I would just skip planting seeds this year. But then I received a couple of seed catalogs, Baker Creek and Park Seeds. And I flipped through those gorgeous photographed flowers and vegetables. And they started to bring some light into my dreary self. Uh, because I do have that sad thing uh, in the winter, seasonal affective disorder. Uh, and it hasn't really been that bad until this past January where, you know, every those it's not just cloudy days. It's like very heavy, dark, dark gray skies and darkness. <laughs> uh, so anyway... But I saw these catalogs and saw the beautiful photos and it really got me thinking about it and getting excited and wanting to order seeds. So I did. I ordered some seeds uh, a couple weeks ago. They are here, ready to be planted. And um, I'm going to start them indoors depending on which ones take the longest to germinate and grow into strong seedlings. And um, because last year was the first time I've ever done it. And when I started the seedlings, I just started them all. <laughs> and some of them needed much longer seed germination times. And they weren't ready when we're, when spring actually came to plant them outdoors. And then they just took forever to develop. And then others were started too soon and they started growing leggy. So all of that. But anyway, I'm on to that now. I, I'm, I'm going to um, make that correction and see how I do this year. And then I thought, wow, this is why experienced gardeners love this time of year. I never could understand that, but now I get it. It will make the rest of the winter go by quickly as we watch our little seedlings grow into fresh green life. It's just, I don't know what it is, but it is so much fun and it really helps um, get through these uh, blah winter days. I didn't do much sewing or quilting in the past two months uh, because of the uh, dizziness, but there were a few projects I worked on in the sewing room um, in little chunks of time at a time, but I was still recovering and I couldn't even knit uh, until a couple of weeks ago. And now I'm much better and have started knitting in the evenings again. That might be another reason why I was so blah and, and depressed in January as well. I think that did contribute to it. And in January, a knit along started that I did join. It's the Pearl Soho Prism Blanket Knit Along. The Prism Blanket is I believe it's, yeah, it's a free pattern on the Pearl Soho website, and I think it's a 14-week knit-along. The It's a throw-size blanket that replicates half-square triangles, so it has this little nod to quilting that I really like, and uh, it's one block at a time, and I'm using mostly Taki wool yarn. It's really nice and soft and beautiful. I've never used it before. And then for one of the main colors, I'm using West Yorkshire Spinners Fleece. It's a 100% British wool. It's a little more dense than the Taki wool yarn, and it is also really gorgeous and beautiful. And for one of the contrast colors, I'm using uh, a Goodwill Finds 
yarn that I found last summer and bought from Goodwill Finds when they first opened up. Didn't know what I was going to use it for, but there were enough skeins where I could incorporate it into, you know, any type of project. So this is perfect. It went completely with the color scheme that I um, uh, developed and it is a Shetland wool. 100% Shetland wool. It's a beautiful lavender color. So I, um, those are my yarns and they're so pretty. I've done one and a half blocks and um, it does take a while to do the blocks because the yarn is a DK light. So it's a little smaller diameter. Um, You know, the chunkier yarns definitely knit up much bigger and faster. But anyway, this is a nice refined um, knitting and it's all um, in the, um, oh, why can't I think of the word now? (laughs) The um, stockinette stitch. Uh, So on circular needles. So it's really um, a nice uh, thing to knit in the evenings. And the other unique thing about this is that they are knitted block by block, but the way that the blocks are joined is different. So you do not need to sew them together after you've made the blocks. They are joined as you knit in columns. Uh, It's a little tricky at first, but uh, I got it down and um, yeah, it's looking really nice. So then... I had to put that away <laughs> for the month of February because I um, am participating in the uh, hashtag BHM Pattern Designers Challenge. It's the um, Black History Month Pattern Designers. And you will find out what I am attempting to start and finish this month because the challenge goes from the 1st of February through the 28th. You have to make and complete it in February. So, uh, and then on March 1st, I will go back to the prison blanket. So that is the plan. All right. Uh, One more thing. It is Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. And what team are you rooting for? Neither are my home team. And I also do not dislike either team in this Super Bowl game. So I think I have just a little bit probably more, I don't know, I'm leaning a little bit more towards Kansas City uh, because I really like their quarterback, Mahomes. And um, also my husband is going to root for Philadelphia because of Mahomes. Um, he still has hard feelings of when Mahomes was first drafted into the NFL, uh, and he was supposed to be on the Chicago Bears. And for whatever reason, they did not go with him like they were supposed to. And that was a huge, like in Pretty Woman, huge, huge mistake. And my husband and a lot of other Bear fans have never gotten over it. But I really like Mahomes and he is greatly skilled. And I know this has nothing to do with football, but he is such a cutie pie, too. (laughs) All right. Um, One more thing. My husband's favorite UK soccer slash football team is Leeds. And they haven't been doing well in the Premier League. And sadly, their coach was just fired. So sad. 
he is the real life Ted Lasso story. Um, and it's what I like in it too, because he is an American coach from Wisconsin. And only in real life teams that do not perform tend to turn over their managers and coaches very quickly. So that is what happened. I guess one too many losses. And um, yeah, so unfortunately, um, yeah, my husband's a little sad about that. So yeah, that's just a little bit of a sports update in there. All right, let's get on to the next segment. My chat with So Natural Dane, a YouTuber that sews beautiful clothing, bags, and more on her channel. We recorded this episode a few weeks ago, and I know you're going to love our conversation. Welcome to Make and Decorate, a podcast for makers who love to sew, quilt, and decorate. I'm so pleased to introduce you to my guest today, which is Natita from So Natural Dane. Welcome, Natita. I'm so glad to see you today. Thank you. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year (laughs) to you, too. I I wanted to actually I I started a little too early. I needed (laughs) I was so excited to say hi to you. But I want to tell the listeners and viewers that you are the creator of So Natural Dane, which is a sewing vlog and YouTube channel. And you founded hashtag BHMP pattern designers in 2019. We're going to talk more about that and you'll um, explain exactly what it is. And you're an independent fabric designer and you have a second online business, the Fabric Boutique. So welcome and thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And again, Happy New Year. I am happy to be here and talk with you today. <laughs> I am really happy to have you. And I I have to tell you about how I discovered you, which was very recent. It was just last summer. And um, I was making um, uh, uh, the dress that I wore to my brother's wedding. My brother got married in October. And so at the beginning of the year, that was my goal. I'm going to make, you know, the dress that I'm going to wear because I wanted to wear this um, Liberty Tantalon fabric, nice and flowy um, fabric. So um, it took me a while to decide what it was. But anyway, when I did, it was the Cashmereette Upton dress. And I looked um, on YouTube for anything I could find about sewing it and your videos popped up and you did like three videos on this. And I have to tell you. Oh, the sew along. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, you did that a few years ago, but I found it and I watched those over and over again. And those videos really made the process for me so much easier than it was going to be had I not watched those. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Thank yes. you. I'm yes. happy to help. <laughs> so, um, I mean, the main thing was making a muslin of the bodice piece. That was like completely yeah. Oh, yeah. just, if I did not do that, I would have been crying and it would have, the dress, you know, fabric and everything would have been ruined. So <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Those were great videos. So anyway, that's how I discovered you. And and then I watched more videos and I'm just like, I really need to talk with her and have her on my show um, and learn everything I can about you, <laughs> your channel, your sewing experience, all of that. 
So anyway, um, so yeah, let's dive into the sewing and tell us about your sewing journey. Well, I actually uh, grew up sewing. My mother taught me to sew. Um, I used to sit and watch her sew. Um, at the time when uh, she was getting married, she made her wedding dress. And I remember sitting on the floor, um, just watching her sew. And then um, as she uh, taught me to sew, um, I remember going to, and you might be familiar because you're from the uh, Midwest that, that I am. There was a fabric store in the name just escaped me. It was before Joanne Fabrics even existed. And I Minnesota can't, Fabrics or Hancock's? <laughs> I'm thinking it was Hancock. Hancock, okay. And Minnesota Fabrics. Uh-huh. I want to say we had both because one was inside of a mall. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. So what I remember is sitting at the table, going through the drawers, waiting for her. She (laughs) would get her fabrics and everything from there. But um, then fast forward, I sewed up until I was at least in the eighth grade, because I remember in the eighth grade, there was a talent show and you can showcase whatever your talent is. So my talent at the time (laughs) was sewing and I made two or three garments. And I will date myself because one of the patterns was a pattern. I don't remember the pattern company, but I remember Brooke Shields was on the front cover. (laughs) I am totally dating myself. I'm right there with you. (laughs) (laughs) I made a dress. It was a dress she was in. I made that dress. And then another pattern, I don't remember the pattern I used, but it was a zip up, um, like a loungewear zip up and then some pants. And then high school hit. Mm-hmm. hormones, boys, all of that. And I totally <laughs> slipped off. I remember having home ec. I, I was fortunate to grow up where we did have home ec class. Mm-hmm. So I did have a sewing class and all of that. And, you know, life happened, all of that. I got out of sewing and then college, I went away to college and then I definitely wasn't sewing in college. And then once college was over with, I know I didn't start sewing immediately then. And then, um, Uh, I remember I started sewing again. Um, I made some drapes for the uh, townhouse I was living in at the time. But again, I didn't really veer off back into garment making. Mm -hmm. And then more years had passed. And um, (laughs) and then I got remarried and uh, start picking it up here and there. And what I did was um, I remember going on YouTube. And um, the first YouTuber I ever saw for sewing was Mimi G. Ah, yes. Yeah. And so I know that might be a lot of people's story, but it was. And it got me back into sewing. Then I started. Then that's when I became aware of Instagram. Um, I was already on YouTube um, watching beauty videos and stuff. So I knew about Instagram, but I wasn't following like a ton, a ton of people Mm -hmm. um, at the time. But then when I got into sewing and found Mimi G and then I started following her, then I started, then, you know, all these other people started popping up and to follow. And then Mm -hmm. it just blew up from there. And I started back sewing about seven years ago, more regularly to the point where it became, I don't buy clothes anymore. I make everything that I wear. And so, and I enjoy that. I enjoy making everything I wear. I know there are some basics. I might, 
just if I don't, you know, I need something quick. Like I had recently purchased some workout pants uh, mm-hmm. just because we were in the middle of moving, um, building and all of that. And I didn't have time and didn't have access, but I needed these things. So, mm-hmm. you know, I love to sew. So that's pretty much been my sewing journey um, mm-hmm. over my years, <laughs> even though I dated myself. <laughs> oh, no, that's amazing. And um the uh, it's so good that you you had sewing at such an early age because um, my mom sewed for us kids um, just out of necessity for you know in the summertime she made my brothers the little tank and short sets at a terry cloth so there's there's some dating for you there. <laughs> <laughs> And she made our clothes and stuff. And I was just fascinated with it. And I would take all her fabric scraps and stuff and begged her to show me, but she didn't love sewing the way that we do. Yeah. And, and then, um, you know, she was just like doing it to get stuff done and whatever. So, um, it wasn't until I went to college and then I made my dorms, uh, window treatment, like the swag. And, uh, and then, um, but like, like you said, in high school, I really didn't really pay attention to it at all. I was just like, you know, off onto other things. Um, but it's funny how in our adult years, we kind of like revisit the past and yes. pick it up again. Um, so, it sounds like garment sewing is kind of like your forte, your, your main thing, but it's not, the only thing that you sew, right? Garments? No. I also um, make um, handbags, mm-hmm. wallets. You know, I don't make the handbags and wallets as frequently as I do garments. I would say garment is like mm-hmm. top of the list. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, getting into other things as well. Do you um, have a, um, like, um a favorite type of fabric that you like to work with uh, when you sew with garments or, and you know, you're kind of like your go-to. Yes, I absolutely. And I just discovered how much I, I love this, but it is a viscose rayon. I believe the same is the same thing. Twill. Oh. I absolutely love it. It's not, it has a nice texture to it, a nice hand to it. And, um, it, it definitely, you know, keeps you cool in the summertime. And it has a, a very nice drape that's not as drapey as a, a rayon chally. Because mm-hmm. um, then the, the rayon chally is probably my next favorite ah, okay. um, to sew with. Um, I do like sewing with knits, uh, but I don't know that I have, uh, if I've identified a, a favorite knit, Probably um, it could be a very lightweight ponte, but it, that mm. depends on the quality of the ponte because not mm. all pontes are created equal. But mm. um, <laughs> but lightweight because I'm here in Texas now. Um, I used to be up by you in Wisconsin, <laughs> where a heavier ponte would be more my thing. But down mm. here, a more lighter weight, uh, sturdy, um, nice recovery ponte. Mm. Uh, so far as my knits, but definitely the. Um, uh, viscose rayon twill. That's day. interesting. I haven't even heard of the that fabric, viscose rayon twill. Definitely rayon chali, and I've sewn with that, and it's a really nice, light and flowy um, fabric. But um, the 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 twill is it kind of the, the it's the same fiber, but a little bit maybe tighter woven and thicker. Or how would you describe it? Yes, and it? you can see the weaves. 
more is they're a little bit more pronounced in okay. the twill than they are in the chali. Okay. So you will definitely when you pick it up and you pick pick up uh, the chali, the chali might be more um, smooth looking mm-hmm. to the touch, but then the twill had you see the texture in it. And, and what would you make from that twill? I of? made um, actually what made me fall in love with it is I made the Love Notions Rhapsody blouse. Okay. And so, yes, that when I made that, um, I was like, yeah, I need more. I need more of this fabric. And I actually have more of it and have not been able to sew it up yet. <clears throat> <And Yeah>. so, <laughs> so I do have it. But again, uh, we moved, uh, we built a house here. And so during the move and transition, I hadn't had a chance to uh-huh. um, get back into those uh, fabrics just yet. Mm. But I will. I will. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the um, talking about patterns, do you have uh, like your favorite patterns or and also too I'm wondering what when you sew from like a pattern are you are you sewing it exactly as it's written or do you kind of now that you've been sewing for so long you probably are able to kind of like you know take from one and add it to another or so forth um how how do you how do you approach like sewing from patterns if I say I had a, um, to answer your question about a favorite pattern, um, I, w- I would say it's hard to pick a favorite, but ones I've sewn frequently yeah. and like is the Rebecca Page Strappy Cami specifically. Um, and then the, uh, actually one is that I have on and I definitely want to make more of these, but this is the McCall 6939. I did a review on my channel for this one as well. Um, but it's now rebranded under Butterick. Oh, and I okay. cannot um, remember for the life of me what the Butterick number is now. But you know, when McCall, the Big Four was going through all that repackaging and yeah. some of the patterns were just being put under the new name and, okay. and everything. So oh. um, it's probably in, in a tank dress pattern. I love tank dress patterns. Mm. They're just e- easy, breezy, throw over your head. And so far <laughs> as answering your question about sewing a pattern, well, that has been a process for me, to be honest, to answer your question. When I got, you know, got back seven years ago into sewing, I did just sewed it just how the envelope, the picture on the front looked, the steps that it was until I then began to learn about fit and learning to fit my body, make adjustments and the different type of adjustments um, I needed to make based on that particular patterns, pattern block. Mm. That was something I had to mentally through the process learn that um, there's definitely nothing wrong with me or my body realizing that whether it's an indie pattern or a commercial pattern, mm. the blocks created are just generic. Mm. They're, they're, they weren't a block created for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so there may need to be, and this is not always the case, um, but there may needed to be certain adjustments. I think in the Upton, there were quite a few adjustments I had to make in order for it to fit for me, um, to fit me how I want it to fit me. Mm -hmm. 
And so once then, and that whole fitting process is ongoing, I'm still learning like, oh, I should have, you know, I should do this or do that. Mm -hmm. But I will say learning that fit process then allows me to say, okay, the pattern says for me to follow this step to get to this result. This way for me, over what I've learned over, you know, the past few years is how I like to do it. And I'm still going to get the same result. (laughs) (laughs) So it really depends on the pattern. Um, And then even to take it a step further, um, I even uh, now when I make things, and this is really honestly within the past year, this is how short of a timeframe I'm talking here is that it's okay into because I'm always seeing people on Instagram so prolific that our other so so sisters out there that they mix textiles, they mix two textiles together, they um, pattern match, do uh, matching of different uh, fabric designs and um, different things like that to create a look. But I also follow a lot of. Um, uh, what are they called? Style influencers. Mm, yes. Um, you know, people who don't sew, but they, right. you know, buy the ready to wear and they um, style things. Mm-hmm. Love it. And I'm seeing th- them and I'm thinking as a sewist, I can recreate that look because I like that look, mm-hmm. but I can do it with my own patterns, different patterns I have, different mm-hmm. fabrics and everything. So I'm just getting into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently made the, um, a perfect example is I recently made the um, fiber and cloth studio agave top and dress. Mm-hmm. And I, that was my first time. Is it? I want to say it was my first time. I mixed fabrics. I mixed a lace with the rayon. <gasps> yes. I saw and that video. Absolutely love the way that, and it felt as you continue to be more comfortable in sewing, maybe you feel this way. Once you start stepping outside the box and think, I don't have to do what's on the front of the envelope. I can take it up a notch. This joy that comes from within mm-hmm. after you completed it, like, oh, this is <laughs> fabulous. This is, and that's how I felt. I was like, okay, I'm on that traje- trajectory in my sewing journey now where, you know what, it's time to take the wheels off, get outside the box and just create. <laughs> yeah, I, I I watched that video and you definitely exuded that joy. You were, uh, you were definitely very pleased with how it turned out. And um, the lace was beautiful uh, and the fabric too. Uh, but then what I loved about it was that you were talking and describing um on one side of the screen, like everything you did and whatever with the the pattern and how it came out. But then on the other side, you were showing little quick video snips of you wearing it in different ways. And I thought that was fascinating. I was just like, what a flexible garment this is. And it changed the complete look of it. Like you wore it as a dress. Yep. You wore it as um, you wore it belted, yep, and unbelted, and you wore it as a kind of like an open cardigan sort of thing. Um, yes, over, over jeans over and jeans. over dress. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just so beautiful. I enjoyed seeing that a lot. So um, I'm going to link that video 
uh, for the listeners and viewers uh, to see that if they haven't already seen it. But yeah, <laughs> that was great. I love that. And um, I think you're right. You you kind of like have the sense of ac- accomplishment um, and then it builds your confidence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I, like you, um, just really <laughs> less than a year ago, have really delved into getting fit right. Because, uh, you know, I, I, I sewed just, um, this was before, you know, really YouTube and Instagram and all that, like back in the early 2000s. Um, as a young adult sewing, but it was only just the big four patterns. And, right. and you know, I was even a lot smaller at that time and those they still didn't fit me right. Right. Uh, yeah. So I really got discouraged quite easily because, you know, you, you invest in this fabric and the time and you're sewing all this stuff. And I mean, let me tell you the tears and the crying and the... <laughs> yeah oh my gosh so um and then I just uh I got way too busy to 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 sew with this one job that burnt me out but anyway that's beside the point but then I got back into it and then I started quilting and all this other stuff and then more recently um because of YouTube and then there's all of these independent pattern designers now that design for real women's bodies and they don't just include one cup size, you know, right. there's, there's several, there's usually kind of like maybe at least three main ones that you can then take and then adjust even those to yes. fit you. <clears throat> and that is, was such a, like an eye opener for me. And, um, you know, and then you go through the whole, well, can I do this? Can I like make this? <laughs> <laughs> I know, get the jitters out. <laughs> and then that's why your video and i think you even said in your video that you had taken the cashmere at fit uh workshop uh, it or was something. the fit clinic clinic yes. yeah yeah so um i mean the stuff that you were doing and then you were saying like you know this is how they say to do it but i you know discovered that i like to do it this way and i just found that so liberating and um and just uh you know I had never done that before making this dress, but I, I made the muslin of the bodice only. And that's really the only part that needed the muslin. Um, but I had made three or more adjustments before it was like ready right. to sew for real. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. 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 But I had never done that before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I can't tell you how proud I was. <laughs> making that that uh, garment I mean my listeners are probably tired of me talking about it but it's just <laughs> but it's a huge accomplishment it and is. like you said it put wind in your sails yeah You're like, okay now yeah. I know you know what to do for something else you right know? <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I don't have that um sort of that uh cloud of uncertainty of you know making garments anymore like I used to because you know, it, it, it's like you, you kind of already assume that it's not going to work out and then it doesn't. So now it is going to work out because, you know, I know how to do some more stuff that <laughs> will, right, right. will make it uh, fit really well. 
But um, yeah, I really enjoy your YouTube channel. And oh, wait, before we go into that, I want to um, talk about um, sewing machines that you use because yes. everybody loves to to learn and to know who's sewing with what because it's just, I don't know, it's it's at least for me, I just love it. And I love sewing machines and I love to see all the different ones. So tell me your sewing machine, your main sewing machine and um, serger. Cause I, if you're making clothes, I'm sure I know you have a serger. <laughs> yes, I have four machines. So I have my, um, what I would term probably my, my main machine, although I'm not using it right now is my brother. I love brother um, is the brother PS. 2500 that machine it, they don't make it anymore it's uh, i don't know that machine is probably one of the the machine i purchased when i made i know i purchased it when i made those drapes like 20 years ago <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but um the genome hd 3000 is the one that's set up that i'm sewing on um the most right now and it's only because i purchased this at a dealer here locally in texas um, and I purchased it to be able to uh, make handbags, mm. um, not like with uh, heavy duty leather or anything. Um, and uh, and because my other machine, I just didn't want to use it for that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I found that the HD 3000 was a little bit more heavy duty than my PS 2500, even though they're pretty borderline the same. Um, and so I just haven't. Uh, switch them back. I just keep sewing on the genome um, <laughs> because projects that keep coming up either um, require, I'm doing um, uh, faux leather <laughs> ah. or something like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. why keep switching back the machine? I'll just use that. Yeah. My serger is the one that probably a lot of people have is the brother 1034D. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. And um, I know that video, I think that's one of my most popular videos on my YouTube channel. When I, my unboxing of that um, is, <laughs> is that uh, the brother 1034D. And then um, I was gifted the uh, brother, it's brother three, 400. What is this? Oh, brother SE 400. Okay. It has an embroidery unit. Um, yes. It comes with the embroidery unit unit. And I typically only use that um, for embroidery, which mm -hmm. I haven't done in quite some time. I want to do, want to get back into it, but mm -hmm. uh, buttonholes, that is the machine. I would just set the buttonhole up maker on there. And anytime I needed buttonholes, I would just go over to that machine mm -hmm. to do it. Um, so those are my machines right now. Mm -hmm. I do want an industrial machine though. Ah, um, so, yeah. <laughs> so that is on my wish list. <laughs> oh, cool. That yeah, those industrials are just amazing. I don't have one. Um, I have what they consider a semi-industrial. It's the Juki uh 2010. It's just oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. a straight stitch. Um yeah. and it's very heavy duty. Um, but uh those those industrials are um amazing. I watched the videos of people sewing on them and you could tell. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You could tell the difference. Um, that's great. And I think that your video on that um, serger is, um, first of all, it's good that you put it out there because, um, and it's popular because people are so unsure about sergers. Yeah. And 
I think that there just hasn't over the years until recently, uh, there hasn't been a lot of education and um, talk and, you know, just um, taking away that fear of, of sewing with sergers. And I mean, oh, yeah. I had a serger. <laughs> I wanted one and I asked for one and my mom got me one um, off of eBay and it sat in that box for so long <laughs> because now yeah. I'm like, great, I have it. Now what do I do? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And then when I finally learned how to use a serger, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't not believe that I, you know, didn't dive into this before. So it really is a good tool, especially with making clothing. But I mean, I use it sometimes even with quilting and um, home deck. So it's a pretty versatile versatile machine and it's good Mm -hmm. to have and that brother one is not that hefty of an investment and it's a top machine because it's affordable and it's really good it is really good yeah so that's great um and uh i got all excited about the serger so i forgot forgot my next point um oh well let's go ahead and move on to your youtube channel so talk about when you started your youtube channel and why uh you wanted it i probably started my youtube channel probably 2007 2009 but my channel started out as a beauty channel um and so for the first few years i was I'm not into makeup, but it's fun. And so I just thought I would do videos about makeup. And then I was also doing videos mainly about natural hair, Um, how I maintain my hair, the products I use on my hair when I did something different to my hair and then um, makeup videos. So I did that (laughs) (laughs) for a few years. And then I started, I switched to just nothing but sewing content. And so I think this, I would say the sewing content at least has been for the past eight or nine years, maybe. Wow. Um, but yeah, before it was uh, hair and uh, makeup. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that that is a really great. I mean, I, I didn't, didn't realize that you have been making videos for that long. That's, I mean, a good oh, accomplishment. Oh, yeah. Those earlier videos. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, describe the different types of videos that you do now, because I, I think there's a variety, which is kind of nice, because some of them are blogs and reviews and tutorials. So go ahead and, and talk about uh, those. Um, Matt, well, last year was a, a bit of a hodgepodge um, because um, if people were following me last year because of our transition to uh, building and all of that different stuff. So I didn't have really the focus I had maybe the year before, but um, because I focused on doing um sew alongs on my channel, maybe a tutorial here or there, pattern reviews, of course, pattern fabric hauls, who who doesn't (laughs) love those? Um, And then um, maybe if there were some collaborations that I was doing, either with another YouTuber or with a pattern company or fabric company, um, you will see those on my channel. I I did get away from doing the um, sew alongs. Uh, Haven't decided 
if I'll bring those back officially mm-hmm. uh, as sew-alongs or if I'll do more so incorporating, like if I do something different or new to a particular garment, that I'll just incorporate that into my video mm. as opposed to doing a standalone video. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, and so uh, either way, um, I still do like sharing what I'm learning, sharing new things that I'm doing. Um, and of course, um, the month of February is definitely isolated because it's all about BHM pattern designers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a few minutes after we talk about your YouTube channel. It's exciting. Okay, so um, I I do like the, um, those, uh, those so long videos because they're just jam-packed with... Um, just so much knowledge and um, it, sometimes it's just the littlest thing that can make the biggest difference in when, when you're sewing that pattern. So, um, but and I know everybody learns, I know quite a few YouTube tubers do sew alongs. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I found, even though a lot of YouTubers do sew alongs, there are certain people or styles that I tend to gravitate to. Mm. Um, just because the way they explain something or the way they do something. Mm -hmm. And I do watch others that maybe I don't gravitate to because it might be, like you say, it could be just a a minute of something they said or did in the video Mm -hmm. that for me, oh, there it is. I got it. I got it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. But I know it's a lot of work. I I, Are those... Are those probably the the most labor intensive? The uh, so oh, absolutely, lots of editing, mm-hmm. starting, stopping, um, hope because I don't use um, ring lights and things like that. I don't like ring lights, um, and so uh, I prefer to film in natural light. Mm. And so for me, that can cause a problem <laughs> <laughs> if I have something planned and then all of a sudden it's storming outside. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. There goes your light. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I probably still need to have some sort of lighting, probably not like the official box lights. And I'm not doing that, but maybe some kind of other light that allows to go over my cutting table to help in those days where I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or really, I just need probably the main thing I need to do is switch out the bulbs in my sewing room to the LED daylight lights, and then I'll probably be fine. Yeah, those daylight bulbs are really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, with your different types of videos, uh, the the feedback that you get from your from your viewers, um, does does that ever kind of influence things that you might do more or less? Or is it just still kind of like your, you know, this is my channel and this is what I want to show people and share with them? Oh, absolutely. It does influence it um, quite a bit. Um, And so with keeping that balance of this is what I still want to do, because I know there are certain videos I might put up or do that don't get a lot of views, but I totally enjoy doing it. Mm. And the few people that watched it enjoyed it as well. So I have to keep in mind not to just go down the path of this is all people want to see, even though it's something I'm not in the mood to record or do or something like that, because I get joy from doing this. So Mm. It can't be just one way. <laughs> That's good. No, I'm glad because um, sometimes even, you know, people think that they only want one thing, but um, 
if they then see a different type of video from you, it might surprise them that, oh, wow, I never even thought about that before. Right. I'm glad she did that. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, and is there, uh, well, you said you think the, the most uh, popular video was the unboxing of the serger. Was there any other video that kind of stands out to you? Yes. Um, anything with plus size sewing, those videos mm. do really well. Those are some of my most watched, as well as the videos about, because I have two table presses. Um, one from Cam, Cam Snaps, the other from Gold Star Tools. Those videos also super duper popular. So yeah, the plus size sewing videos, all super popular <laughs> um, on my channel. Um, Cause I do, I, at the time I was doing a lot of different um, reviews and showing different things of different um, uh, plus, si plus size patterns and size inclusive patterns. So yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. What, wait, what are the table presses? Um, so making handbags and wallets, you know, rivets, how you have rivets that you put into oh. maybe your handbag or something. Yes. The table presses allow is the easiest way, <laughs> at least in my mind to, um, put in a rivet or, um, something like that. So I have two of them. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So where you just kind of like pull the mm -hmm. handle down and it, yes. it it's um, sandwiches the the grommet or the rivet and uh, on both sides of the fabric. And you can okay. get different um, settings uh, as well, yeah. so you can um, guys they're called. Uh -huh. And so one I, I use for hole punching. So if I'm putting in a snap or something like that, uh -huh. um, you know, you hole punch and then you have to set the snap. You know, all of that. So yes, those make life for doing things like that much easier. <laughs> oh, good to know. Interesting. Um, Cause I haven't, I haven't uh, invested in that yet, but I, cause I wasn't sure how often I would use it, but I, I can kind of see how it's one of those tools that just would make you breeze through that part of the, whereas, you know, when I look at the instructions and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to like get the hammer, mallet out and. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's good. Um, and uh the okay so the plus size videos um before like now it's everywhere and size inclusivity thank goodness is is you know catching up out there but yes. um before then um how how would you, I mean, I guess I, what I'm asking is like, when, since you've been doing your videos, has that been around or have you done videos before then where you would really have to like, you know, say these changes really, you know, have to like, you have to edit this pattern so much to like. Oh yeah. Um, Some of my it. earlier videos, those plus size videos or those videos where I talked about plus size patterns and everything mm -hmm. um, talks about that kind of evolution of pattern companies, the commercial um, at the time. So the, 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 the thing to keep in mind, at least for me at the time when I made those, I was closer to 309 pounds. And so now, um, and so I have a playlist on my uh, uh, YouTube channel that shows the evolution of because I am on a healthy journey and um, getting fit is not about being skinny, just about mm. health <laughs> yes. for health reasons. Um, 
taking care of myself. And with that comes weight loss and how um, the journey from, okay, I sold this pattern. I actually have a few videos where I said, okay, I sold this pattern at 309 pounds. Then I had to sew it again when I lost 40, 50 pounds and here are the adjustments I had to make and here are the changes. And so it has been, um, and it's been nice to see um, with indie patterns because there wasn't a lot of indie patterns that really catered to plus size. Mm-hmm. And it was more, you know, evolution over time where, okay, now they're becoming more size inclusive. Now they're changing their blocks mm-hmm. and, you know, making different um, adjustments within their patterns to accommodate um, all size ranges, which right. is good to see. It is. It really is. And um, I, I just, um, I, I think also, uh, and this is still kind of an ongoing thing, uh, but uh, pattern companies that are just including these, you know, extended sizes on both sides of the the scale, um, you know, used to be just like, oh, well, we just make this bigger and like a box and no right. shape. Right. So, right. And the first pattern company that I noticed that really addressed that was Cashmereette. Mm-hmm. And um, I still love their patterns because they're just so flattering. The shapes that they make mm-hmm. uh, for for plus size. And um, do you know of? Because you know more pattern companies, I think, than I do. But are there other pattern companies that sort of do that, where they really take into account shaping and, and cup sizing? Oh yeah. gosh, yes, it has definitely evolved. Uh, Rebecca Page Patterns okay. um, is one that um, they've always been size inclusive. Um, they didn't have the cup sizing. They now with their new range, I believe that new range is called their curvy range. Hmm. Even though in my in my mind, when I was uh, much heavier, Rebecca Page Patterns and Cashmere were the two pattern companies I was so up the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Rebecca Page Patterns has since last year introduced their curvy range. So it's not just increasing the size of the block, but now they built the curve mm. into their blocks now. Nice. And so um, then you have, I know Helen's Closet is size inclusive, Friday Pattern Company. Um, oh my gosh. I know Style Art has become um, uh, size inclusive. I'm just trying to think off the top Style of my head because there, there's been so many that have been out. A lot of these companies that's been out for a long time, like your style arcs, your people like that have since over the past couple of years come into that more size and inclusive uh, range now where they've come out with a whole nother range in sizing um, of their patterns. And I'm noticing um, that with um, even the smaller indie pattern companies as well, like fiber and cloth studio, very size inclusive as well. Mm-hmm. I gotta check all of these out because I I don't know um, really I haven't heard of any of these. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta. Um, oh, I wish I could remember her name. Um, I think her. I don't remember her handle, but I think is J O H A S L E R. That's probably wrong. I'll maybe I can DM you her page, but she has um, it's either her or somebody that has a website that has all of the size inclusive indie patterns. Oh, great. 
good. Very I, good. I think that Fantastic. was her. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I got that wrong, uh, yeah. <laughs> so with your YouTube channel, um, do you, uh, well, I know you said you're, you're thinking of changing, like you're not sure if you're going to, you know, do so alongs or whatever, but, um, uh, do you have like certain goals for this year that you, you want to do? And, um, I, I think that you're probably really good at the, um, consistency and posting. Um, but talk about how that works for you. Yeah, I'm comfortable with the days that I post. I post on Sundays and Wednesdays, 10 a.m. is when my videos go live. Um, and so that won't change. Uh, but so far as my sewing goals, um, this year, definitely getting outside of the box. Like I we talked about earlier with mixing fabrics and mixing textiles, mixing prints, um, and also continuing to improve on sewing techniques. Um, uh. I want to you know, learn how to, or at least practice uh, more often lining things that don't come lined. So uh, if there's a bodice that, um, you know, I don't want to have the, you know, surgery seems showing, how would I line this? And then practice lining something that doesn't come lined, maybe even a jacket, um, practicing uh, uh, a more hand stitching um, things, uh, making manual. Well, I saw um, actually Alexis from Fiber and Cloth do a, a buttonhole by hand, mm -hmm. um, a manual buttonhole, but it was for a thicker fabric. So just doing other, you know, trying different techniques by hand mm -hmm. that can add just a little extra touch mm -hmm. and doing embroidery. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you follow Bianca from Thanks I Made Them. She came out with an embroidery book and mm -hmm. I actually just read it last night. I was going through it. I had purchased it and read it because I was intimidated. Again, these things can <laughs> seem intimidating I know. until you actually sit and read yep. it. Um, that and knitting. And so for me, I don't know if anybody's like me. I'm a visual learner. Mm -hmm. That's why I was doing sew alongs because that's how I learn. Mm -hmm. um, and so over the years, and maybe others are like me, over time, um, after you've seen something enough, you are comfortable with reading it. Yes. So yes. I exactly. That's how I can, am too. You can buy a book. Yes. Right. Yes. And then you can read it and then you, you understand what you're reading. Right. But it's like, you need to see it. Mm -hmm. I, okay. I love the book. Thank you for the book, but I'm not going to do anything <laughs> with it. I need to right. see things right. first yep. and then I'll read it. And mm -hmm. so I, but it sounds like you're the same. <laughs> I'm exactly the same because I had purchased some uh, hand embroidery books years ago uh, and those little, you know, illustrations, you don't know what direction <laughs> is what. And until I actually have, you know, seen it done in person, then going back, now you can totally get like where, you know, the perspective of that illustration is coming from, but you, yes. I would, I wouldn't know going into it blind that right. that's what that is supposed to, you know, 
Yeah, my brain yeah. doesn't work that way. Some people can <laughs> read a book and they just understand. They can just mm-hmm. go with it and, you know, it, it works. Right. No, I'm the opposite. I need to see it first mm-hmm. and then I can read about it and do it. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. So um, that sounds great. And I I would love to watch all of those new technique videos from you. So that's exciting. I And the Sunday and Wednesday, I mean, that's a that's a lot of lot of work. How do you do that? How do you keep up with that? Well, I decide what it is I want to um, work on. What are some things I'm interested in doing? So all of those, keep in mind, even though I'm uploading Sunday and Wednesdays, is not always a garment I'm showing that I made. Uh, okay. It might be me talking about something. Mm-hmm. So for a perfect example is the pretty much the entire month of January was all me talking about in preparation for BHM pattern designers. Mm -hmm. I interviewed different black pattern designers. All those videos went up in January. And then um, on other days, I walked through the website for BHM pattern Mm -hmm. um, designers, giving people ideas and preparation. Mm -hmm. And then I had a make video. So in, so because I, the sewing challenge is in February. (laughs) Yes. I know what I wanted to make because I was thinking about what I wanted to make and different things I wanted to create. Uh And so then I just kind of slotted in, okay, this is when I want this video to go based on the order that I plan to make things. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's how it goes. So Okay. (laughs) And that makes sense. And um, it really is basically organization. (laughs) You have to be organized to kind of like, keep that structure. Yeah. I'm a list girl. I'm a list girl. I I got list. We got list budget, everything, you know, there's Uh a list and, but I leave room, especially with sewing your creative uh, journey. You do leave room to, Mm -hmm. you know, if something pops up or you need to do something different. Mm -hmm. And because I do do collaborations with Mm -hmm. fabric companies and uh, pattern companies that also, um, and many YouTubers do that also helps create automatic content because you know you have to talk about this pattern or you know you have to talk about this fabric so that's already a couple videos that you know have to go up (laughs) that's right yeah absolutely and you do you do everything you do the filming and editing oh yeah yeah great do a great job okay so let's talk about the um bhm pattern designers and it's coming up in february and you created this like you launched this in 2019 and it took off and it's still going on so let's talk about it yes so bhm pattern designers was created like you said by me uh now five years ago this is the fifth year i'm super excited about it um i believe i will be sending you all of the links so if people are watching this they're in the area they want to share with their friends you can still register and sign up um, for uh, the live event. So this year, what makes it so different, I started in 2019 mainly because I did not see a promotion of Black pattern designers because shortly before that, I had discovered there were Black pattern designers. There weren't a lot. They were just, you know, you almost can just put them on your hand. Um, most of them were related to commercial patterns. Hmm. So on my website, I do have the commercial patterns of, Keep in mind, some of those numbers could have been recycled because that's been like 40 years or whatever. Um, But um, 
it was mainly commercial patterns where you saw some of the more um, uh, vintage patterns uh, that were Black pattern designers created. But then you have indie pattern designers, like we know indie companies, that they're investing in their own um, uh, patterns and developing those and putting those out. And that's when I discovered those shortly before I kicked off BHM Pattern Designers. And then I thought, you know what? Because BHM stands for Black History Month. And Black History Month in the United States is the month of February. And it's also my birthday month. <laughs> that That's neither here nor there. But I said, wouldn't it be fun the month of February, Black History Month, to really hone in and promote and shout out these Black pattern designers, be it commercial or indie. Yes. And so that's what I did. Um, and mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't see it. Nobody was doing it. And so I just did it because I thought oh. it was necessary. And so, like you said, it took off. And now here we are five years later. What people will have noticed who either followed the challenge um, is that the growth of Black indie pattern designers has been just through the roof, mm. through the roof. I think at the time early on, it might've been three or four. I mean, we're up to, I don't know, maybe 20 or, or something like that now. It is just phenomenal. And then um, what I've also done is add on information about Okay, you didn't know this black pattern designers existed. Here's the website, here's their information. But did you know that there are black owned fabric companies and there are designers, um, black pattern designers that create handbags, wallets, quilt patterns, mm -hmm. embroidery patterns? Uh it it just grew. And so mm -hmm. it has been um just a wonder to see. And so I knew last year, because you know, you know how you plan events. This event was already started planning like immediately after the last one ended. I started writing things down. And again, I'm a planner. And so <laughs> I knew for the five year that okay, it has to be big, has to be big. And uh as a Christian, I pray a lot. And so I got the download. There needs to be an in-person event to help celebrate this mm. fine year. And so that's what people see and probably have been seeing a lot of um, uh, marketing around that is the in-person event that will be held here February 25th, 2023 um, in Katy, Texas. Uh, but the online uh, part is the same. It will um, continue to be the same. It kicks off February 1st. No one is allowed to sew. You prepare. That's what January was all about at shared and uh, help you prepare for the month of February. But February 1st, let's start sewing mm -hmm. all the way through to the 28th. Now, mind you, that seems like, oh, who will wait to the 28th? A lot of people wait to the 28th to finish their garments. <laughs> They've been working on it all month or, you know, things pop yeah. up for people throughout the month. Yeah. And so they're, they're like, I got to get this in. So entries, believe it or not, come in, Stephanie, at like 11 o'clock <laughs> at <laughs> the night. <laughs> so I am so super um, excited about this year being the five-year uh, celebration. So yes, very excited. Congratulations. It is just amazing. And uh, this this live event is you're you're hosting it live in person for for just in person. It's not going to be 
uh, webcasted or anything, right? Is that no? It's not. It is an okay. in-person event um, at the Hilton. Here is four different oh, instructors, nice. um, four different classes, and um, the registration is fifty nine dollars, and that's to cover the event fees and all of that. Uh-huh. But then the classes themselves are they range from the twenty to thirty dollar range, um, but each instructor is giving all of the participants a kit. So you're going to either um, have something to take away with you or make something while you're in the workshop and you have it to take with you. So it's definitely a good bang for your buck. And all of the instructors are super sure. excited oh, about wow. what they are um, going to be teaching. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. That's wonderful. Um, and uh, so the entries that you're talking about are just um, people that... Um, start and complete this project, they post it to the your page, the hashtag BHM. Well, yes, they tag So Natural Dane and then they use the hashtag BHM Pattern Designers. So okay. I know that is what they are entering into the challenge. People mm-hmm. also use the hashtag and um, post it in their stories, what they're working on. They like to show their progress. Ah, okay. You know, of what they're working on. Instagram. Oh, yes. Um, Use the hashtag if you're participating, if you want to share on your Mm -hmm. stories or whatever, or if you have a YouTube channel and you want to share, hey, here are my plans. This is what I'm working on. Here's my progress. Then do that. We, I highly, highly uh, suggest it. (laughs) So they can uh, enter if they post on Instagram or YouTube or your website, or is there an official well, they, um, place? To enter, all you're doing is posting on Instagram and you gotcha. have to tag So Natural Day and use the hashtag BHM. Got it. Okay. Instagram. And that is on the, the link that um, I sent you. It is on the uh, page. Yeah. 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 And I have the link to your page that you have a, a specific um, tab that um, yes. for that event and everything. Yes. So, and that's great. And, the other thing I do like about this um, event is that it's not just sewing. Like you can you can sew, but you opened it up to other um, you crafts, know, crafts yes. like quilting, um, knitting. knitting, which is what yes. I'm going to do. I am okay. So I'm going to show you this. This is what I plan to make. Oh it, yes, the Cardi Zen. Yes, the Cardi Zen. Yes. The Cardi Zen by um, Bayron Handmade. I think her name is Denise, right? Denise Bayron? Denise. Yes. And it's, I believe it's pronounced Barone. Oh, sorry. Barone. Barone. Thank you. I pronounced it wrong for like three years. <laughs> Barone. <laughs> okay. Barone Handmade. I'll put a link to this, um, her her website or even to this pattern. But this, so this pattern, because, you know, it has to be done between the 1st and the 28th of February, um, I was just like, what can I do? What can I do? And um, and I'm just newly into knitting like in the last since 2020. And this looks like the perfect thing. And it's so beautiful. It's this uh, cardigan mm-hmm. that um, is knit in just the garter stitch. And it's so elegant. It has, then when you put it on, it has those oversized lapels and, and it's a three quarter sleeve and it just um, connects through whatever you want. It could be a toggle button or she's got this fancy little snap thing here and there's different ways that you can wear it. And then there's a little kid one. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is so, so cute. So I ordered my yarn. It should be here any day now and I cannot wait. I hope I get this done. That's just the only thing because I'm not the, the fastest knitter, but she says it's a quick make. So let's hope it is. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So do you know, can you tell us what you're making or are you going to save that for... I do. Um, by the time your audience sees this, my video would be up. Oh, good. Uh, everything I plan to make uh, for the month. But I'm very excited about all the plans. What I can say, what people will notice this year uh, for me that I'm doing different, I'm doing all indie patterns. And some of them um, are pattern companies I have never sewn from before. Oh, so, yes. I like that. Very so good. Definitely check out that video. <laughs> yes, yes. We will have all the links for your uh, YouTube channel and everything um, everywhere that um, everyone can find you at would be great. So um, and then, yeah, I think. Uh, oh, I wanted to talk about one more thing. You um, have gone into fabric design. I have. I think this was this will be the third year. Um, I just. You know, I have visions of different designs in my head that, yeah, I can't draw, but I have a graphic <laughs> designer that I work with where I tell her or send her, okay, this, this is, I don't know, probably look like Kitty, Kitty uh, Scribble, uh, <laughs> but she seems to understand me. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. And so then she create, you know, flushes it all out. Um, and if we have to make tweaks, we make tweaks. But uh, so, yeah, I just started that. Um, and I uh, those designs, um, I have a shop on Spoonflower. Okay. And I do have a few of the designs I can share with you yeah, that's show us. For this year. Yes. Again, it, um, those who follow would have seen this already. But um, these are just a couple of the designs. Am I holding that up right yeah. here? Um, I didn't do as many that I normally do only because of another item I will show you in a moment mm -hmm. that is new. Hmm. Yeah, I have these all upside down. Um, but I have this design and you'll be able to see it better on my website. Mm -hmm. I do have um, the fabric, the full length um, mm -hmm. on the dress form, on a, a graphic dress form. So you oh, kind of nice. see the flow, the, yeah. the full length, but I have those right. with a couple colors, but I was excited about these ombre colors that I did this year. So for my audio listeners, you'll, there will be um, a link to what she was just talking about. So you can see it online. Oh, those ombres are amazing. Yes. We got a <gasps> pink, a oh, purple, my gosh. kind of a blue ombre. So yeah, all of, all that. of those. Yeah. So I didn't go um, wild on fabric designs. And this was the last one I did. It's more oh, pretty. More yeah. Triangles. More uh, triangles. Yeah. Geometric. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That uh, I usually come out with like three different, you know, types mm -hmm. of designs. And then I, you know, flush it out with a whole bunch of colors. Well, this year I did not do that. I kept <laughs> it to these mm -hmm. um, because I launched my new product, uh, which is a monthly makes calendar. Oh, look at that. And so um, people will notice the designs on here. Again, working with my graphic designer, all of the fabric designs that will be seen throughout the calendar yeah. are all my designs. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. 
And so I created this because, again, this has been two years in the making. Again, people would have seen this video already, Mm -hmm. but it's to document your creative journey. And it doesn't matter if it's garment sewing, accessories, fiber arts, um, quilting, or other DIY uh, items in here. And um, people can definitely check out the video to get more details on it. But the calendar, there's, you know, you have your calendar page and then you can probably barely see that because of lighting. But there is an area where you can document the pattern that you made, the view you made, the size, the fabric you use, um, what it was that you made. So whether it was a dress, pants, wallet, whatever, or if it was a fiber project, what was it? Mm-hmm. And then for those who, um, this is not for people who have specifically YouTube, but for those who do collaborations with pattern companies mm-hmm. or they do collaborations with uh, fabric companies, Usually those individuals are part of those companies' Facebook groups Mm -hmm. if they have them. And so perhaps you're doing a collaboration or you were sponsored fabric or pattern. Um, You can write the due date in Mm -hmm. here when that review is due. Or if you did, um, if you're part of a pattern test group, maybe Mm -hmm. you test a pattern or you're uh, maybe there's a fabric that you know, a particular company wants you to just kind of test it to see mm-hmm. if it's going to work for something. You can put the due date here and then you can share in this column where you shared it. So you don't, again, it's not for people necessarily to have YouTube, but say they yeah. have YouTube or maybe they have a website, a blog that they, you know, document everything at um, or other um Facebook or, you know, whatever other social media they have on there. And then, of course, just a couple other areas I'll highlight. You um, document your um, measurements um, and also any notes you want to take and any fabric swatches maybe you want to attach onto your uh, calendar. So there's several pages in here. And again, you can catch the video that where I go over this a little bit more in detail. And um, <clears throat> and I do have a separate video that I shared that people can watch also. So yeah, I'm That's... so excited. That is the fabric and the new product that is dropping this year. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is a very unique um, type because there's a lot of, you know, uh, planners and project organizers, but this one is very unique and I love it. It's, um, uh, it's not, is it, would you call it spiral? Is it spiral? Yes, down? it is. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, so yeah. for my digital people, this is not for you, but for my people that still like to write things down mm-hmm. and have something to flip back through, mm-hmm. um, because it definitely makes it super easy for you yeah. to do a up. Yeah. Um, at the end of the year. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And it, it is, it would be very useful for pattern testers. And like you said, YouTubers and, and kind of like keep stuff organized all in one spot. Because even if they are digital, and they do keep stuff like that. Um, I always like a place to put like fabric swatches and, you know, and here it is all in one spot. Yes. Yeah. And it's a beautiful <laughs> book too. And there's something about handwriting, you know, That's things. Me. I still like writing things down. So yeah. people out there who are planners, yeah. who co- either collect planners, like calendars, mm-hmm. like organization, like different yeah. things to serve different purposes, 
This is absolutely right. perfect for you. <laughs> and, and this is an interesting thing that I just heard from a different, another podcaster, um, Frances Dowell, and she's a, uh, she's an author, like a writer. And she mentioned that, um, you know, there's something about writing things down, writing, uh, that you remember and kind of like you, you have a memory of versus all this digital stuff. You know, people, you don't remember. Mm-hmm. People do not you remember. You have to go back into, you know, pick up the phone or pick up a tablet. Right. And do right. that. And for yeah. me, I don't, well, I don't receive notifications on my phone. I, I just don't need to be available like that. But uh-huh. sometimes that's a distraction. You're right. going into, you know, say you got a calendar on, on your mm-hmm. phone or tablet or device. But then you get distracted and go to something else, another app right. on your device yes. when you really just wanted to focus on this one thing. Yes. So here you go. Here's that one thing. Yes. <laughs> and it's beautiful. Focus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have a very good graphic designer. That's a beautiful cover. And I love those colors, too, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Of Wonderful. course, and my, and my favorite colors, which are my brand colors, the, the purple and all of that. <laughs> yeah, they're, the purple, the deep violet is my brand with an aqua and pink. So I love those colors. <laughs> um, and when you were talking about that in your video of the agave dress and your, the fabric, she's like, you're like, these are all my colors. And I'm like, yes, they are my colors, too. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's what makes you happy when you're making it something. Does. It does. It does. Really does well, Natita. Thank you so much for coming onto my show and sharing all of this. I mean, you are just—you um, have s- so much going on. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it's so and much fun. I do fun. work full time. I do uh, work a nine to five. <laughs> That's amazing. It is just amazing that that you. But you know what? When you're passionate about something, it, yes. You make it, time for it. You do, and you love doing it. Yes. So um, I, I wish you, you know, all more success that you already have. And I'm excited about BHMP month. Um, this will be my first time uh, participating. So I'm really excited about that. Yay! Uh, and I'm really honored that I can... Um, you know, do an episode to highlight this and, you know, really like, um, you know, I, I haven't really actively participated in that before. So, you know, I, I, I'm really happy that I get this opportunity. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure meeting you and speaking with you. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. And I'm sure that, uh, I will be talking with you again soon, I'm sure. Or if not, at least in your comments. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Okay. And please, if you have any questions, let me know. <laughs> Great. Bye. Bye. Bye.